back in Aftermath Monday edition of the Broncos Blitz podcast. I am Danny Williams here along with Danny Bailey as well as Tony Comas. It's the you know, three it's of Friday, us. Right? What did I say, Monday? Yeah. Let's but I mean, over. it's still an aftermath edition. Oh, yeah. More we, like a we, bloodbath edition. We, we, could, we could start over. We don't. <laughs> I thought it was kind of funny. Really? Okay. Well, here's why I did this. Should we keep going? Yeah, keep yeah. going. Okay. Keep going. Here's why I said that. I was out of uh, town the whole week. We went and saw my son and I, my nine year old son and I, JJ, to uh, went and saw Judge Hit 62 in Arlington at Globe Life Field. Beautiful, beautiful building. It was sweet. And uh, we got back last night at 2 30 in the morning. I was on the tarmac for an hour. Uh, our flight was delayed an hour and a half. Sat next to Lizzo the whole trip. Wait. I mean, on the flight. And um, so I was uncomfortable, and I was just like, man, it was thick 30 for sure. But, um, I, you know, I got, it's just, she was a big, fat lady. And I'm sitting next to her on the plane, and I got no room. And I'm just like, I was borderline. I don't usually, I'm not a panic. Was it two seats? Wait, paint the picture. Three was rows. It two seats three, or three, 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 three per three. row? She was Three. So here's were you in the middle and did I you was JJ? in the middle. JJ was on the aisle because I was going to put JJ next to her, and she was against <laughs> the window here. Big blanket on her over her head, right? And we sat down. I, I, I after I put the stuff stuff in the storage, I sat in twenty one instead of twenty two. So then these foreigners come and like and they're like you're in our seat, and I was like, oh yeah. How sorry. many more people so can go- you like upset right now? So so far, it's obese people, <laughs> foreigners, uh, Lizzo, Lizzo. Um, I, I, I'm not trying to be like that. It's really not no, like that. It was just like, even if it is, it was like that last night. And it was just like, ugh, I don't know. It was glad it was, to have you back. Thank you. Appreciate you guys. So I said Monday on the radio show like 10 times today, I think too. So, um, it's a football Friday though. Audition. Plus you used to your Broncos playing on Sunday and talking about them on Monday, not used to them getting their asses kicked and looking like ridiculous embarrassment clown show. Um, that was Thursday night football real quick. The podcast is brought to you by Maverick sports, the Maverick sports app is the app I go to. Um, I kind of shop around or I used to shop my services around, not just shopping lines, but like value um, the $300 back that they uh, are going to give you on your sign-up bonus here. Uh, Maverick Sports is, I, I feel comfortable on their site. I like to navigate. I like them a lot and they're great. So go check those guys out today. Um, I know the way that you're feeling Danny Bailey because I saw it on Twitter and you just kind of gave us a little bit of it. And Tony <laughs> Comas, I know the way you feel in general. Okay. But the difference is I've been trying to hang in there and want to make this work. I've been wanting to make this work and believing that it was around the corner. It's going to happen. They're about to break through. Um, what happened last night was one of the real, like, again, like, I, I know this team since I was a kid. And I'm a historian of the game. I'm a throwback. Okay, so I, you every Broncos fan measures certain losses or wins as compared to other moments and other wins and losses. Okay, that loss yesterday was a gut punch. It was a real man. It felt like a low point and like in a, like in a low place when like we're supposed to be feeling as good as maybe we've we felt in ten years about this team and ten years ago being that of the Peyton Manning years. So. Why it feels worse. And people are like, this is worse than Fangio. This is fucking worse than uh, Case Keenum. Well, again, the team is not getting blown out like they were. They're an embarrassment. They're not doing shit, okay? But they're not getting blown out like the Fangio and Vance Joseph Broncos. But why it feels worse is because the expectations were so much higher. For sure. No one had any fucking big expectations in Joe Flacco. No one believed that was going to work. No one believed Teddy Bridgewater was going to work. And there's a few people out there who believed, you know, Drew Locke had a chance, I guess. But um, 
this was supposed to be the answer. He was supposed to be the answer. So, man, if you go watch what Kyle Brandt said about Russell Wilson, it's a minute and a half. Saw that. He torched him. And, Good. and everything he Good. said was spot on. Good. He nailed it. And he was, I think, a previous supporter of the Broncos and Russell Wilson working. So that's a great minute and a half audio you can go find somewhere uh, that would be well worth it. And he just kind of smashes it. So um, it was like I was heartbroken last night. And, like, you know, I mean, I, I, like, I come to the show and do the show every single day. You know, it's like I don't need to have three or four guests on, like, some shows. And, like, it's just like I, I, I do the show. Danny's, okay? I, I, I felt... Honestly, and you know how I am. I'm pretty objective when it comes to the Broncos and just try to look at it right yeah, down the middle. You, you um, are. And, and last night, I there was a couple words that came to mind. Compassion, empathy. Ooh, wow. I, I felt badly for Broncos country. This Damn. is a team that is – this is a this is a fan base that is so – Are they spoiled or do you really feel bad for them? Uh, God, that's a good question. Um, I did feel bad last night. I'll say last that's night. That's like – but I think from an expectation Ooh. level, it's it goes back to 2013, where it's the expectation was Peyton Manning and Super Bowl when you brought in Russ Wilson. And Russ Wilson, I wanted to give him every benefit of the doubt. Like, with him coming in here and, and you know, doing his, whatever his thing is, um, him and Sierra, but... I, I now I I just find he is just a disingenuous asshole. Like, uh, like it's, it's feeling all about, like that again. It's we all can't, about now, himself. Now that the walls are caving in around us, it's I don't want to attack. Like Kyle Brandt said it perfectly, the guy because I, he is a good guy. Sure. Yeah. Okay. That's a good, a good point. Yeah, children's hospital stuff. But is the very vanity positive. and yeah. the let's ride God shit complex. after you know Jesus freak. Yeah, he thinks he is Jesus. Well, again, it's like, uh, you're, listen, anyone's religion, I'm cool with it. But, like, when you come to my door and, you you know, I got, like, three guys dressed like men in black. And they're, like, trying to talk me. Go, and, and they came on a bike and they have helmets on. They're trying to talk me going into the church. That's a little bit too much for me. If You know, if your church will have me, maybe I'll come by. Word of mouth. I'll t we'll talk about it. Yeah, I might need a little God in my life. But not you're, it's over the top and it it's feeling so fake. Well, I and say, winning will you're mask not being all specific of that. about re specific about religion, right? Oh, no, no, right? no, it's no just, actually it's not. Stick. Beautiful point because some people are going to take that like Yeah, I, exactly. It sounded Great like call. That. It, it it did sound like that and maybe the way I'm saying it or you know or the way I say anything might come off in a certain way may think people are understanding what I'm saying, but it's like you and I like the word you use complex one of jj's vocab words which we were studying because if he doesn't get good grades after missing you know a week of school to go to you know um see judge hit 62 then my wife's never gonna let us go again one of his words is vanity you know <clears throat> and it's just like man russ is just so fucking worried about the way he's perceived his brand, his brand. that you know it's it's getting in the way now if you don't win then your brand is a loser brand yeah then your brand is losing. So I'm not done with Russ yet. And I blame Nathaniel Hackett the most. Why? Because I think he's illegitimate. I think he's never contributed to an NFL win in his life. Nathaniel Hackett has nothing to do with Russell Wilson underthrowing receivers all night, throwing picks that are like, I don't know, a, a rookie. fucking rookie. You see from yeah. a rookie. It's it's disgraceful what Russell Wilson has done to this franchise, to this fan. He threw two picks that, you know that Kenny Pickett threw last week. You know yeah. that one he just kind of yeah. threw up? Yeah. He just, like, turned and threw it up. Do you know what I think he thought in his mind? I'm Patrick Mahomes. Mm -hmm. 
I mean, like, I'm serious. Yeah. Like, that's what kind of he was thinking. Because well, Patrick, listen, well, guess what? Because Patrick, Patrick Mahomes, Mahomes does that kind of stuff. Patrick Mahomes is the only other quarterback that lost to the Colts this year. <sighs> oh, huh. Exactly. Oh. Oh, oh, interesting. <laughs> so, um, there was a Colts team that did have the number one running back in the NFL in sure, that game, too. And sure. Then, okay. A couple few, defensive guys that yeah, were missing last Few night. things. Few things. Two things. And I'm going to fast forward here, but also to try to keep people in line here and try to reset or reboot or, you know, try to get people to come back down to earth a little bit. Um, Russ isn't – we're not stuck with Russell Wilson for the next seven years. If this is who he is now as a player, he is way too proud to go out there and play this kind of football, and he will ride off into the sunset in the next couple of years if he can't play anymore. He's not, you know, again, Peyton had nine interceptions against 17 picks, and we knew the guy was toast. Uh, Brett Favre was just like, the wheels came off. It was just like, and... Um, yeah, but not at 33. Back in the day, guys did start to get washed around, though. That's the back of the day age before, you know, the TB12 diets and, you know, modern workouts. and Yeah, you know, but just Danny, science. we're living in 2022. I feel you, but not everyone's built that way. Some, you know, not everyone is built that way. So if Russ is, you know, uh, 33 and built like and played like 35, graduate school one extra year in college of football and, you know, uh, took a lot of shots early and his, you know, 10-year career is more like a 13-year uh, a veteran, he will, you know, he's, he, he's going to want to have a life after you, football and that's going to be the tony romo way or something like that yeah. he's not going to want to look like shit every single week out there can, can uh danny danny's can i just like my main takeaway from last night was my appreciation for pete carroll as a head coach went up and the way that he was able he's a what he was able to do and get out of russ wilson and then it uh, kind of gave me a little clarity as to well what really was it that gave russ the success in seattle um, was it coaching? Was it the offensive line? The Man, weapons around him. I hate this him, so much. And, and I'm, not try, I'm not trying no, to. No, because now you have to question everything. Yeah. Was Pete Carroll, who has proven to be one of the greatest football coaches of all time, collegiate Absolutely. and professional. Yeah. Okay. Um, and I've called him for years. He's a master motivator. That chewing gums, that, that you know, that shtick, all that shit. He, like, makes guys, average guy, he makes a guy who's borderline, play like a real player, and he makes great players do extraordinary things. Richard Sherman, like guys like that, you know, it's yeah. like not every guy was just a, a sure thing. He really created something special, and he is very special. So I didn't want to believe the ru- stuff that Pete said about Russ is can't, he's not, a, a, you know, he's not an athlete anymore. He lost some arm strength. Well, um, then it, it exposed And he also, wouldn't want to pay him that big contract. I think Nathaniel Hackett has been exposed, and um, what the expectations were for him, and, and the amount Amount of how much Aaron Rodgers made Nathaniel Hackett, who Nathaniel Hackett and Blake Bortles yeah. made Nathaniel Hackett, who Nathaniel Hackett is. It, it, listen, I don't know if Nathaniel Hackett's ever contributed to an NFL win in his life. And what I mean, what do you by, mean by that? Um, he's been an di- absolute like game disa- planning. And- Let me tell you, he's been an absolute disaster these five seasons or these five games. This, these five games, it's like you could have had anybody. Be, he has, he has been no consistency. He's flipped and then he's flopped. Um, it's it's been it's been he's been a wreck. And then he didn't, you know, he wasn't a Matt Lafleur is the genius there in, yeah. in, with with the Packers. And anything he ever did with Blake Bortles was again, you know, a product of he, um, uh, you know, I'd say the head coach and and little to do with Nathaniel Hackett. So you know the the percentage that of success that Nathaniel Hackett had uh, that that you know he gave. The Packers 
was one percent. He was one percent responsible for the success, not even of the whole team, but of like the offense. One to two percent. Something the Broncos should be excited about. Give me, give me anything, and I, I, I got one. Throw I got one. Out. I got plenty. Yeah, go. Yeah, go. Uh, KJ Hamler. Yeah. Regularly open. Regularly not looked at by Russell Wilson. Multiple plays that could have been turning points, first downs, or a touchdown on that last play. Got to have him. Right. KJ Gotta Hamler, him. wide ass open, and Russell Wilson not even looking at him. Wilson, which was, is something that veteran quarterbacks should not do. And then my other one, uh, Caden Stearns. He had both picks last night. Up and coming safety. He's I got a phenomenal player, and I I think that this defense is going to be pretty damn fed up with the offense. And I hope that there are words. I've. I mean, I hate to say it, but I, I want them to fight. I want them to fight. I want someone to ask Russell Wilson, what did the five fingers say to the face? <laughs> yeah. Here's what I think. Slap the I'm, I'm going to go in a different direction, and then um, maybe we'll kind of, we can do like a two-hour podcast today, but um, I got to take my kids some stuff at school. So, um, but I want to say, and we'll give you guys, I'm going to give you guys a chance to respond to it. My positive and my hope is that the Walton Penners and uh, didn't become filthy rich by sitting on their hands and letting um, tolerating this kind of um, level of 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 play? Sure. And I was trying to put into terms of you know what their business is, and I'm hoping that they will create and set a standard that at the end of the season here he's not getting fired until the end of the season. If he there's a reason they Walmart and not Kmart. I agree with you, <laughs> and not Sears, right? Yeah. Is that they will um, understand that they made a mistake, have the pockets enough to where it has nothing to do with it being a financial decision at all, yeah. but what's best for the team decision. And if you have to fire Nathaniel Hackett, you fire Nathaniel Hackett because Russ has got another coach or two to go through before we're going to see if he's if it's on him or not. And I know you guys could say it is on him. You could feel that way. Um, it's on him. Some of it is. I think Nathaniel Hackett A lot of it's is, on him. I think Nathaniel Hackett's number one to blame, and I think Russell Wilson's two to blame. But also part of this is I think Nathaniel Hackett, after um, the first game after the mistake and taking the ball out of his hands, I think Coach went to him after and said, um, I won't do that again. We're going to end this together. We're in this together. We're going to do this together. Now I think Russell Wilson might be t- kind of running – the, sh- the show here might be, you know, um, directing this whole ship, and you don't let players do it. That's what, you know, that's well, what that's, Pete Carroll that's didn't one, want. That's one of the things that I said last night on, on Twitter was that what Nathaniel Hackett, I think, what you don't get, at least I don't get the vibe. I'm not, I'm not at Dove Valley every day. I don't know. But the vibe I get is that there is a lack of leadership, like, Head coach, like, and I think it started in respect the preseason. for a head coach, a leader, yeah, it real leader, as you said, leadership. I like that. Where it was, well, you know, the the, the players were kind of running preseason, and not not the the coaching staff um, on the offensive side of the ball. Because what's his name, uh, Giro, Giro has done amazing yeah. on on that defensive, yeah, defensive side of the football, great. but. You know, that's where it's lacked, and now you're seeing that. And maybe he expected Russ to step in and kind of be that leader that he didn't have to be for for the Broncos. I, I say he, I mean Nathaniel Hackett. Um, but it, it's it's just kind of, it's a run, it's it's kind of a, it's a train wreck right now, and you got to, oh, yeah. he's got to reel it in. And listen, two and three. I said this last night, two, two, and one in the AFC West would have been a lot better than sure. two and three. For sure. So I don't. I don't understand what happened that. If last you want to really minute. get into the game, which ugh, I don't have time. But no, I don't. Yeah. But here's I, here's what happened in a nutshell in the game itself last night. 
they tried to go for it's they're up nine to six and um you have a chip shot for a field goal yeah they went for style points because they knew that the broncos country was on their back the media was starting to turn on them and they've been kind of a national joke so instead of just handing the ball off and kicking a field goal and going up by six points and making the colts go score seven points to beat you which they couldn't they tried to throw the ball into a former defensive player of the year's hands and stefan gilmore and they were fucked after that point the football gods turned on the broncos at that point matt ryan is a, he has barely anything left to give but you're you know even though there's a, a little couple drops of gas in that lawnmower you might be able to get it to start up and he just had to take them just down the field enough to mm-hmm. get them into field goal range and at that point again it's like then at that the broncos didn't deserve it the, going to the fourth and one you can't get a yard to then be first and goal from the five and give yourself four chances to, you know. The run game had been it great was late in the game, too. It was ridiculous. They fucked themselves last night. Absolutely. They didn't deserve to win that game after they gave the thing away. And um, we'll end the show with this. When you win the game like that, you're like, well, yeah, man, but they just found a way to win the game. You know, they still found a way to win the game. When you don't win the game, you're just a shit team. Yep. That's it. I wish there was a way for Russell Wilson and Nathaniel Hackett to have lost that game and and the O-line and just about everybody else on the team win it. Yeah. But I, there's I, not. It's a team game. They all lost. First time I've ever watched, first time I've ever seen an NFL game where I truly believed both teams deserved a loss. Uh-huh. Yeah. No one deserved to And I didn't even want to tie. They, don't, they didn't deserve that. Yeah, they didn't that, deserve a tie either. A tie yeah. either. Both teams yeah. deserved a loss. Good yeah. news. My, my quick quip on good news. Um you're going to get Latavius Murray, by the way. And, yeah, and I believe Justin Simmons will be back. And Justin Simmons is coming back. You, there were some injuries last night, yeah. but you're going to see an increase there in the red zone. Well, the red zone is is terrible right yeah, now. And you've awful. got one of the best guys in the red zone in Latavius Murray as far as his efficiency and, and being able to execute uh, and get in the end zone. So that that's good. That's good. And, and you know, Mel, I think Mel played with some yeah. conviction last night. He didn't, he didn't turn night. the ball over. Yeah, played yeah. with some <laughs> One, one time, but it was after the play. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It yeah. was after the whistle. Doesn't yeah. matter. One last, maybe kind of thought I had to. If I'm trying to be positive a little bit, is you sometimes a team goes through so many injuries and sometimes at such key positions that you like are have to conform and turn into something else. Yeah, it's football. Everybody's My hope hurt is right that now. maybe, just maybe, and it's like what a, you know, these are just words for a podcast, but it's like. <laughs> maybe what they might have to be forced to come and turn into offensively because now without Garrett Bowles um, and maybe just because of the struggles might create some kind of change for the positive. I mean, it's like losing good players is not, you know, how do you get better doing it? But how do you see that evolving? I don't know. I have no clue. I get like, I said, like I came into, I was, at, I was on the plane last night and sitting next to Lizzo and I was like, Four anyway, hours. you know, it was uh, that's my worst song. Uh, but it was just thinking like I didn't, I didn't really know how I was feeling, and I kind of still don't because I don't want to bury the Broncos yet, okay? Because the 49ers weren't a great team until the second half of the year last year. They were kind of sputtered out of the gates, and I, you know, it's just not feeling really. I'm not really feeling good about the whole thing right now. Two and three. It could. This is the 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 could be zero and five. Could yeah. be. Yeah. This is the most zero and five team I've ever felt of a two and three team. If that makes sense. Yeah. Um, but th- that's the good thing is that you're two and three. 
and you are playing in one of the most difficult divisions in the NFL. Um, you know, it's it, tough, tough. I mean, they're not done yet. This is going to be a good test for. They're uh, not done yet. Good timing, schedule wise. It feels just like they're a five hundred kind of team. It does. And that's who and what they've been. Yeah. So um, again, uh, the on-field product, even though it feels just like again, like maybe Drew Locke esque. In again, the recent years they're getting their asses kicked every other week. Drew Locke scored more points than this. Teddy Bridgewater I hear you. I hear you. I hear. But they, Drew Locke got blown out every other week too. Russ at least is professional enough to just keep you in the games. And it's sad is like you say, like they say, just good enough to lose, lose. games. Yeah. Hey, can I say this real quick? Sure. Because uh, because it's an honest question for you two. Um, watching the game last night, it, did, I I felt like it was watching. Not trying to take anything away from Teddy or Russ, but it was watching. It was watching Teddy. Like there was, there was read one, and then it was checked down automatically. It seemed like there wasn't going through progressions. And to your example earlier with KJ Hamler wide open on that on a skinny well, and that post should be right the there. first read. That should have been his first read anyway because it's man, and that's well, he what was the, locked in the route. Four, he's the route is designed for a rub for KJ. It's yeah. like you've been in the league ten plus years, and you don't even know where the fuck to throw the ball. Yeah. He was like hooked. it was bad, Listen, um, but yeah, I think you're right. It's just like it just felt Nathaniel like he Hackett wasn't a ten year something. vet. No, like, it felt like he wasn't a vet. He was he they. We thought that it was supposed to be done with the whole third and seven, and we're going to throw the ball for two yards. Hackett, and Russ does yeah. that every fucking week. Yeah. Hackett said something after the game that he and Russ went with the play that Russ really liked. That Russ really liked, and if that's the case, Russ was dead set on finding a way to go to Cortland Sutton. End of story. You know, it's it, it looked what I said. Him he look, look, he's made, for 14 made him time. look like Mitch Trubisky out there, you know, like um you know, not capable. Not capable, but um it'll be a good week. It'll be interesting loss. what they install, what they take away. You got a you got a long yeah. it's almost like a bye week. You got about what nine days. We'll weeks. see what, yeah. what now now you know you can't go two and four. No. You can't be two and four. So now they're playing for the very, very, very first and the five schedule, with some way, real pressure on. Harder on in the second half. Yeah, the schedule, by the way, because the first four games is where, and, and I think you guys may have even said this too, it's like the offense, we can see that it's going to struggle. And, yeah. and, you know, it, it's got to, you've you're, you got a new quarterback, new system, new everything. So it'll take after four, game four, game five, to really see if this, is, this thing is going to come together. The injuries yesterday... That's a big speed bump in uh, it's the NFL. Yeah, but but you're That's, right. Yeah, yeah, it's the NFL. Every it. team deals with it. Yeah, mm-hmm. but so <laughs> they were so without their best player. The Colts point. yesterday. Yeah, yeah. The Colts arguably were their they were best player both, on offense and defense. They were without no, I, both I of their best I, running yeah. backs. Naheem Hines, you yeah, know, Naheem out, Hines early out early, and, yeah. and Jonathan Taylor. Shout out Philip no Lindsay for showing up. Yeah. All right. Shout out to Total Beverage for sponsoring the podcast, as well as Maverick Sports, the Maverick Sports app. Um, go check it out. Um, go, you know, we want you to go shop around um, because once you do, you'll see that Maverick Sports is really unique. Like their app. Um, you'll like it, too. Uh, go give them an opportunity to, um, you know, give you their money because all you got to do is just beat them. 
and they're going to give you a three hundred dollar head start up to three hundred bucks uh, to match your initial deposit. Uh, the Maverick Sports app. Go check those guys out. Uh, Tony, where can we find your stuff? College Football Fridays here, one to two o'clock on ninety eight one one of some five HD three. You can also stream it on the MileHighSports.com either or the app. And we're the only show here uh, locally in Colorado, the Denver Metro, that that is committed. And dedicated to talking college. Football. You got any locks for this weekend? I think um, Alabama tries to f- score 100 points on Jimbo Fisher, and I think there's a chance that A and M doesn't score seven points in that game. A and M is they're a mess right now. They're going back yeah. to a quarterback who they just bailed and you can't on. if you're A and M, you are stuck. You can't do anything. What's the number? You gave game? him a you gave him a ten year hundred million dollar contract. Well, same thing Jimbo. with um, guaranteed. Look what they did in Michigan State with the, that backstabbing Mel Tucker. Mel Tucker. Uh, yeah. Mel Tucker. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Do you got anything you like? Really like one or two games? Uh, this weekend? No, yeah. I, I I liked. Um, well, tonight. Um, staying away from 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 the games tonight. I like Utah. I like Utah. There, like Utah, this, Utah is playing. They're going to find their way so into the well. race here. I think. Yeah, they will. USC is like another like a team that you will you know let's bet them second half, <laughs> uh, you know because it's just like first, Caleb jump. Williams. Uh, I mean they're they're a great they're a good football team, and I think the the Pac twelve right now. I mean you do have teams like Utah. You've got USC. You've got UCLA. Um, Utah the only one of those that has a loss right now. But uh, I, I don't know. It, it it should be interesting. I'll I'll, I'll I'm going to throw some out on the show today okay. at one o'clock. So. All right, we'll check it out. Uh, what about you, Danny Bailey? What's your Twitter? At D Bailey fifty two eighty. Fire! I'm not Twitter pulling right any now, more punches. Dang. I know. I still have hope. I love this defense for the Broncos. Oh, I, but, love, uh, I still have. There will be a lot more nuggets and avalanche. I love the gif yesterday forward. for Mile High Sports. By the way, we'll say that again. The gif, the gif, gif. Oh yeah, 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 yeah with the yeah. three dragons. NFL and, uh, memes. Oh meme, yeah, yeah, or meme, yeah with the dragons. Yeah, yeah, that was funny. I thought that was fantastic. Yeah, that's something Anilo and I have been talking about for a while, and we finally pulled the trigger on it. We had to talk to Boss Man first, but he he okayed it. So. You got You know what? It was a very serious day yesterday with stuff going on with watching the Nuggets and Avs and still not being able to. So we felt like it was a good time to fire it off um thanks guys for doing the podcast thank with you me. appreciate you guys go check tony comas out danny bailey does everything around here he's a good dude uh check the sports or uh, the radio show out uh 10 to noon at mile high sports radio 90.1 fm 107.5 hd3 uh watch us on the website and the app is uh pretty sweet too nice app uh we appreciate you guys lizzo and we love you guys good night sheila good night sierra good night lizzo